qualifications. She must be well-bred, not given to fits of temper or strange starts, quiet, biddable, easy to look at. I must get an air on her after all. Know what is expected of a marchioness, and not prone to scandals. You know how my uncle hated them. I think that about covers it. A paragon, in other words. Dom gave a curt nod. Indeed, I could wed no one less. Dotty arrived at Stanwood House in Berkeley Square, Mayfair, just after three o'clock in the afternoon. From the letters she'd received from Charlotte, it appeared that the carpenters and viverses were getting along well. Louisa's mother, the Dowager Countess of Worthington, was also living with them, Lord Worthington, however, was the sole guardian of his four sisters. Royston, the Stanwood butler, opened the door, and Dotty was almost bowled over by a sea of children, and the carpenter's great Dane, Daisy. "'We saw your coach arrive!' one of the children shouted. Daisy tried to wrap herself around Dotty as Charlotte and a young lady with dark chestnut hair— Dotty guessed to be Louisa, hurried forward. Dotty laughed. I didn't know I would receive such an ecstatic welcome. A deep bark came from the side of the hall. That is Duke, Charlotte said over the roar. Enough. Lord Worthington's commanding tone had everyone except Charlotte and Louisa backing away from the door. Let her in the house. Once the younger children had moved out of the way, his lordship, a tall, broad-shouldered gentleman with the same dark hair as his sister, came forward holding Grace's hand. They made a beautiful couple. Grace, with her gold hair, was a perfect foil for her husband. I did say we were looking forward to you joining us, Grace laughed as she hugged Dotty. Yes, you did, she grinned. It was wonderful to be with the carpenters again. That was quite a welcome. Charlotte threw her arms around Dotty. I'm so glad you're here. This is Louisa, Matt's sister, and my new sister. Charlotte pulled a face. Not technically, of course, but we had to call each other something. Dotty held out her hand to Louisa, but got kissed on the cheek instead. I am so happy to finally meet you. Louisa smiled. The three of us are going to be the best of friends and have such a wonderful time. Dotty remembered she had not yet greeted his lordship. He took the hand Dotty held out, yet when she would have curtsied, he held her up. There is no point in standing on ceremony here. Call me Matt. All the other children do. Thank you, sir. I can't tell you how happy I am to be here and that you wrote my father. Before he could respond, Charlotte grabbed Dotty's hand. We must show you to your room. It is next to mine. We'll let you clean up and change. Then we'll have tea before taking a stroll in the park. Louisa and I have our own parlour, and now it will be yours as well. Dotty followed her friend up the stairs. After two days of sitting in a coach, I would love a walk. I completely understand. Louisa linked her arm with Dotty's. I don't know how one can want to rest when one has been cooped up in a carriage for more than a day.
Charlotte and Louisa showed Dottie where the small parlour was located and then escorted her to her chamber. Once there, she was left alone to splash her face and wash her hands. Polly came in from a door to what must be a dressing room. Here you are, miss. She hung up a pink muslin walking gown and Paisley Spencer. Let's get you changed. A few minutes later, Dottie entered the parlour and found Louisa and Charlotte looking over fashion plates. Come tell us what you think of this. Charlotte patted the seat next to her. She handed Dottie a picture of a lady in a cream ball gown, decorated with lace. Charlotte had the same colouring as Grace, and Dottie thought it would look lovely on her friend. Very pretty. The tea arrived a few minutes later. Once they all had cups and a plate of biscuits, she was told about all the balls and other entertainments she could look forward to, including Louisa and Charlotte's come out.